Today's episode of The Chase Report is brought to you by the birth of a prophet, Charles Henry Danger Bergman Firth, who came to the world to spread the good word of political satire. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Tuesday, the 21st night of September. <laughs> I've been waiting a whole year to make that joke. Uh, and I'm Gabby Bolt, joined by Lachlan Hodson. Hi, Lachlan. What's going on? Why well, are interns running the show today? I know. The parents have left the house and the kids are ready to throw a party. Where are our beloved <laughs> bosses, Gabby? Yeah, before too long, we'll make a Macaulay Culkin-style trap when they come back. I don't know how we're going to do that virtually. <laughs> But we'll figure it out. Home alone, indeed. Yeah. Well, but but why have I been roped into this mess? One moment I'm enjoying sleeping in at 4 a.m., and the next I'm getting all sorts of calls saying, "Oh, Lachlan, Dom, and Charles aren't here. I need help on the hosting. What's going on? Where yeah. are they?" Yeah, no, Alexa really does freak out in moments of panic. But I will say, um, it is it is a bit scary. I'm a little I feel like when Mother Bird leaves the nest and we're left to fend for ourselves, like baby seals going into the ocean trying not to get eaten by a shark. But no, Charles has taken the week <laughs> off, which we did say on the podcast yesterday. He's taken the week off because he has the very, very taxing task of um aging. It's actually Charles's birthday. Today. No. Oh, happy birthday, yeah. Charles. This would be the what, sixtieth? Yeah, yeah, it is. And in true Leo energy even though it is definitely not leo's season he's taken the whole week Mm. um so good on him huge respect to charles for not just taking one day off but also taking all of my sick days as well (laughs) happy birthday mate (laughs) but what about dom locky yeah so dom's actually he's had to go into a surgery apparently oh my god is he okay no 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 he's he's suffered a really bad back injury after carrying the weight of the chaser for the last 20 years oh (laughs) (laughs) Look, we look forward to their return, but for now you're stuck with us. Uh, And hey, speaking of crusty white dudes quitting their jobs, big story broke on Sunday. Christian Porter's resigned. How big's that, Gabby? He's gone. Uh, We don't have to ever see him again. He's out of parliament. He's uh, never coming back. All of this, uh, these trials and, and tribulation and defamation and allegation, all of it's over. It's all fixed. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know about that. Lachlan, what do, what do you um, mean? No, it's, he's gone. Well, first of all, he he's not gone. He's he's gone from the front bench to the back bench, which is kind of like what? going from the front seat in an oncoming crash of a car to the back seat of the same car going into an oncoming crash. But uh, yeah, no, he's he's still getting paid. He's still sitting in Parliament. Wait, wait so he can come back? Yeah. Well, he never left. He he is on the back bench. So so you're saying that if I resign from this job, I can also come back? Is my job fine? No. No, thought, you, is that not also... how resignation works? I'm very confused no. by this new concept. Oh, uh, not in government, Lachlan. That's that's never how resignation works. Um, particularly Scotty implying that uh, Christian Porter is stepping down because of the the blind trust situation, the slush fund, um, and not because of the sexual mm. assault allegations. Which, you know, just speaks volumes of Scotty's government at the moment, doesn't it? And Scott, if we're going to start throwing around recommendations of resignation over slush funds, I think (laughs) you should pop by an Ikea and buy a few black pots and kettles for the office, don't you? They'll love it. Just buy some (laughs) black pots and kettles because there's a lot more people, I feel, could have that same recommendation, don't you? If we're going to, come on. Slush money. <laughs> anyway. Look, at the end of the day, I'm just glad that Christian won that defamation case. Oh, good for him. 
Coming up on the show today, John Delminico pops in to talk us through a new and interesting cooking show, which Ooh. I didn't think could exist after MasterChef season one billion. But I mean, <laughs> apparently it's quite a wild ride. So there you go. Uh, and Charles and Dom are going to be involved in that one because, of course, they'd never leave us alone with the podcast for real. Yeah, not with our damages. Before we get into that, we have Rebecca Day and Amuno delivering all the Chaser headlines right after this. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Tech firms around the country have expressed outrage today after gas power enthusiast Angus Taylor was made Minister for Science. Former Science Minister Christian Porter has condemned the move, stating that Angus Taylor is the least qualified person to take on the role since Christian Porter. Acting Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce has punished Christian Porter for ministerial misconduct, stating that the Liberal Party will be following the standard procedure of demoting him from Cabinet for three months, then promoting him to Deputy PM. And the Australian Government has apologised to France for the cancelled submarine project, with Scott Morrison offering to make amends to the people of France by offering them a new $90 billion car park. That's all the news headlines for today. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Today's episode of The Chase Report is brought to you by the birthday of one of the highest spiritual deities of the last century. Charles Henry Bergman Firth today turns 256. So go to his Twitter, at Charles Firth, and wish him a very happy 256th birthday. Now John's here to fill us in on the latest in television, and Gabby, Charles is back here. Um, either because we recorded this last week or because he's so passionate about Paris Hilton that he couldn't stay away. Charles, welcome back. I, I dropped in because uh, I hear that uh, Paris Hilton has a new cooking show. That's right, Charles. Netflix has done a spin-off of Paris Hilton's YouTube show where she's learning how to cook. Netflix did clarify that it's a food show, not a cooking show, oh. which apparently means that it's still cooking. <laughs> But you're not supposed to take advice from it. Oh, so you're not supposed to try the recipes at home. That's a, that's a really good caveat. So the premise of the show is that Paris Hilton says that she wants to get married and have kids soon. And she wants to learn how to cook before that. So she brings on guests to help her learn how to cook. So the first episode is called Breakfast because each episode is themed by different foods. So what kind of person do you think they'll bring in to teach Paris Hilton how to cook food? Is it like celebrity chefs? Or? Uh, it's Kim Kardashian is the first guest. <laughs> of course oh. it is. Oh, yes. The connoisseur of eating. The recipes are also made by Paris. From the sounds of it, she goes on the internet, finds a bunch of recipes for something she wants to make, and then merges them together without testing them. Amazing. I'm obsessed with this. And then that's the recipes on the show. So <laughs> That's why it's a food show and not a cookie show. Got it. So with it being a Paris Hilton breakfast, what do you think the most important ingredient in breakfast is? Uh, Fibre? It, won't oh, it be yogurt? It'll be yogurt. Is it, it sugar? Like, well, here, I'll play the clip now. I almost forgot the most important part. Glitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? Paris Hilton is the best comedian of our time. She yes. knows exactly what I'm she's convinced. doing. That's she great. Knows. Yeah, of course she does. And she's incredibly smart for capitalising on it. Well, that's one thing I noticed about the show is that it seems like Paris Hilton being in on the joke. But then she sort of gives up throughout the show. Like, she starts by making sure that whenever she cooks, she's in, like, a fine ball gown. But then by, like, episode three, she's just wearing, like, tracksuit pants. (laughs) I love this. Like, there are parts where Kim Kardashian kind of comes off looking not... Like, because compared to... Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian is more down to earth. Well, she's had to feed children and Kanye, who's even more of a child than a child. Like, they did have a bit of trouble when it came to cooking and Kim Kardashian noticed something. Just tongs. What's a tong? It's a thing like that that picks up things. Silver, metal. No, uh, I have to. You have to. Where is a tongy? Hmm. Um... Oh, there's one. Okay, this. Yeah, tong. I didn't know it was called that. I just called it like the picking up thing. What? So that's, they were trying to cook bacon, and but luckily Kim Kardashian was there. Otherwise, there'd be no way for her to pick up the bacon from the the stove. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that that music, the soundtrack, makes me think. I can't work out whether we're supposed to be laughing at or with them at this point. Because I'm. I got to tell you, John, I'm veering towards at. Well, yeah, so the, it's very clear throughout the entire show that the producers know what they're doing. Can I just ask, do you reckon Paris Hilton genuinely didn't know what a tong was or was just it, trying to do a bit? Like well, it, it was sort of a lame There's another bit. one that I, I don't have the clip for because it's mainly a visual gag, but um, there is a long section of both of them trying to find a blender and then they're both just standing there looking at this blender and asking themselves, is that a blender? It seems like a blender <laughs> and then... You hear a voice going, it's a blender. And then they go to grab it and they grab the mixer that's next to it. I mean, okay. That, this sounds like it's going to be good. I totally want to watch it already. Don wants to find out what a tong is. Then the second episode is called Taco Night. When they're making a homemade salsa, Paris Hilton fucks up at um, putting in a pinch of salt. What do you reckon she does wrong adding in one pinch of salt into the salsa? The entire thing. Sugar. No, I reckon she just gets a single grain. She put the lid of the, the salt in the salt <laughs> in the blender as well. Oh. She turned on the blender and broke an industrial blender. I'm calling bullshit. She knows exactly what she's doing. This is great because this simulates to me what it would be like if my three-year-old tried to cook. Yeah. It sounds like a great show, but it's really making me feel sad that um, Paris Hilton and Millsy didn't make a go of their one night together because imagine what a family they could have had. They could have been a contender. This does give us insight to how Paris Hilton's kids are going to live because Paris Hilton goes on this long talk about how much she loves McDonald's french fries. And so her goal for the vegan episode is to make vegan McDonald's chips. Having Nikki Glaser on, part of the issue with this, with having a comedian on was she made it too funny, <laughs> but she could also understand how to talk insanely, like, parody-level rich. There's a part where when they're deep-frying the chips, uh, Paris Hilton needs to be slowly walked through how to turn on the exhaust fan in her house by the producers, because the producers are like, the fire alarm's about to go off. And then... Paris Hilton's like, oh, well, the chips are done. And Nikki um, Glazer like, looks at them and they're still yellow. So they're still like raw. So she tries to explain to her what golden brown is and gets to a point where she's like, oh, it's sort of like, like a really good fake tan is what we want the chips to look like. <laughs> <laughs> so it also means that you don't get the great moments of her trying to figure things out because you have a comedian there who can explain it. Yeah, like that's well. that's in the role of the audience. We want to be the person who um, is amused by it. Oh, there you go. There is a part where Nikki Glazer starts to like, break a little bit which is when she realized that throughout the entire show up until this point they had been using prop utensils and not actual cooking utensils what i love that your cookware like it's not actually to be used <laughs> oh no did i burn the diamonds off um yeah definitely so sad there's a rhinestone in it 
At least they're vegan. <laughs> so throughout the entire set of the show, there is like rhinestone-covered cooking utensils that are clearly not for use of actual cooking. Oh, that are meant to be for decor. <laughs> but for the first two episodes, she'd been cooking with them. <laughs> oh, it's actually cooking with plastic is what it is, not Paris. <laughs> I also love that none of the Netflix producers told her not to cook with... <laughs> no, no, this is what I mean. They just let it happen. I mean, this is why it's not a cooking show and it's a food show. I get it now. To me, this opens up so many possibilities for future Paris Hilton shows where she learns to do things. Like, I want to see her, you know, pilot an aeroplane. I want to see her run the Situation Room at the White House. I just think she's an entertainment machine, right? Yeah, there's also another part where she has to explain to her what a whisk is. She's goes like, oh, it's sort of like a, like a, a circular... Sp- like a wide spring. And I realise a whisk is actually quite hard to explain if you can't just be like, point to a whisk and be like, that's a whisk. <laughs> because uh, Nikki Glazer found the set of utensils that are clearly supposed to be cooking with the entire time. <laughs> but each episode ends with um, dinner. But for this episode, they had a um, girls' night. And for the girls' night, they invited two Vine stars who... Or I think one of them doesn't even speak throughout the entire thing. And then the other one has, like, one setup line. But they also invited comedian um, Whitney Cummings, which I think is why you don't hear from the other ones, because then you have two comedians uh, eating dinner with Paris Hilton. I thought the dinner gave us a real insight into Paris's life. How many phones? Okay. What's happening? What is going on? Do we each get one? Yeah, they're party For the dinners. <laughs> um, I used to have five phones, and now I've consolidated to three. One is for people I like, one is for business, and one is for prank-calling people. <clears throat> My mom and I and my sister love to do that. How many phones have you lost, you think? Oh, my God. Hundreds. So that's why I couldn't make it through the rest of the episodes, is that things like that weren't getting called out, and I missed it. She has three, like, brand-new iPhones throughout the entire series. But the other people were just like, oh, that's just a normal thing that happens. Yes, yes. People having a prank-call iPhone. Well, to be fair, there are some... Prank call iPhones um, among the... To be fair, the Chaser owns a prank (laughs) call iPhone. (laughs) We're the, we're the Paris Hilton of the Southern Hemisphere. Has anyone got Paris Hilton's prank phone number? <laughs> Just ring Craig Kelly and see if he has it. <laughs> the Chaser Report. More news, less often. Hey, uh, sorry about being late. I'm just here for my telehealth appointment. No, no, no worries, James. Uh, I'm Dr. Francis. Uh, First things first, did you receive the package in the mail? Yeah, I did, but I was just a bit confused. It looks like you've sent me a bunch of surgical supplies. I don't really know what to do with them. No, no, don't worry. You're in good hands. I'll be here for the entire surgery. Surgery? Dude, I'm in my bedroom. No, good point. Uh, You might want to move to the bathroom for this. Appendectomy can get a little bit messy, if you know what I mean. Surely you're joking, right? I, I've never done this before. Well, you, you, you've stored the medical supplies in the refrigerator though, right? I didn't know I had to. Mm, that's a bit of an issue. Time is not on our side, but luckily we're starting right now. Do, so, I've not, I don't know how to do no, that. No, no, have, have, have you got your telehealth surgery box in front of you? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, if you open the box, you'll find the anesthetic in the top compartment. This is just a bottle of vodka. No, that's fine. If you, if, you, if you don't like it, you can just mix it with orange juice if it helps. No, oh. I, I don't think I'm comfortable with this okay, at all. That, that's fine. Um, if you check the chat, I've just sent through a JPEG of our operating ward. Now, you just set that as your Zoom background. It'll make you feel much safer. Are you sure? Yeah, c- come on. Who's the trained medical professional here? Huh? <laughs> all right, that's the way. Now, you just need to grab the scalpel. All right, I've, I've got it. Too easy. Okay, I'll tell you where to make the incision. Can you just uh, tilt your camera down a bit for me? 
Mm-hmm. Ju- now, just a few centimeters to the left of your belly button. That's where you want it. Here? No, 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 no. My, my left. The, the, the camera's mirror. You get other one, other left. Okay, all right. So, so here. Perfect, perfect. Now just press down. Press down with the scalpel. Just really. Ah! Oh, fuck. I'm losing him. Oh, oh, no. Wait, wait. No, that's just the NBN cutting out. I. Why, Jane, why is it swelling? Where does the blood come from? Can, why can you blood? see the duodenum? Can you see it? Ah. ah, shit. I've lost him for real this time. Fuck. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. On this very special day, the Chase Report is brought to you by the Church of Charles Henry Danger Bergman Firth. And if you've not tithed your appropriate amount for such a holy day of celebration, please head over to thechaser.com.au slash support and you can pay what you think our holy founder, Charles Henry Bergman Firth, is worth to you. Uh, Gabby and Lachlan, I'm actually here today. This is what? me. This is Dom. I'm, I'm here. No, no. It was all Gabby's idea. It it's, was all Gabby's idea. She trap. dragged me into it's this. It's Lachlan's fault. If you keep accusing me, I will resign. <laughs> Look, to be honest, um, I was glad to take the intro off. I enjoyed your intro. Um, but you're out of date. The story's changed because Barnaby Joyce oh. is now the acting Prime Minister of Australia. Oh, what? good. Yeah. Yeah, Scott Morrison's gone off to have big um, diplomatic meetings overseas. So we've now got the loose cannon that is Barnaby Joyce in charge of the country for the next little while. It can only go well. I mean, you'll be intrigued to hear what he had to say about the Christian Porter situation. A man known for his great sensitivity in terms of um, issues such as, you know, claims of assault, which he himself has been the recipient of. Do you want to take a guess at what he said about Christian Porter? He said it was... It, it was. It's wrong to hire people who've been uh, accused of sexual assault, and we should do better as a gender and in the workplace. We should all strive for better. That's no. what he said, um, isn't it? No. I think he just said debaters will be debaters. <laughs> yes, that's true. But I'll give you a hint. He used a sporting analogy to minimise what Christian Porter did. Uh, How about a bad day at the wicket? I think I just lost 10 years of my life. This common trope of, like, treating female issues with, like, a sports analogy or, like, a family analogy, like, oh, my daughters, you know. Like, I am so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Because if I were an inanimate object, I'd be having a lot more fun at time. Wait, that's for sure. Are you saying you're not an inanimate object? Yeah, I don't like having thought. Uh, uh, I'm sick of it. Oh, we got to take this like to the press. Anymore. Hang on, you don't have agency as well, do you, Gabby? What? No, no not me. Surely I'm she just a chair. See, the thing, the characters in Beauty <laughs> and the Beast had it right. Well, speaking of chairs, Barnaby Joyce also floated the possibility that uh, Christian Porter could be back in the front bench chair pretty soon. He said he's an intelligent guy. If he uses his time on the back bench productively, he could make a comeback to cabinet because he's an incredibly intelligent person and he should get another chance at a senior role and to be fair to Barnaby Joyce he is a guy whose career seemed completely down the toilet and yet he's deputy prime minister again yeah are we sure Barnaby didn't just say that Christian's going to be back for a second innings he may well have actually but the thing about cricket is that careers end in cricket there actually comes a point where either you get 
dropped for being too old, which never happens to white guys in Australia, or (laughs) you just aren't good enough and they get rid of you and find someone better. Now, wouldn't that be a novel idea in Canberra? Wouldn't it be nice? (laughs) That would be lovely. I I would enjoy uh, getting rid of people when they can't do their job anymore. (laughs) That would be... Look, you can say that, but I think if things just keep getting difficult for Barnaby and Christian... All they've got to do is take a trusty piece of sandpaper and scrub their records. <laughs> well said. <laughs> and, in fact, uh, Lachlan, thinking about people who are a bit past it and should probably get the sack, do you want Charles's job? How much does he get paid? More than you do now. You know what? You had me at job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Charles is away all this week. It's going to be incredibly fun. It'd be a great help if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's the best place to do it. What should they write? Code word for today is happy 69th birthday, Charles. Happy 69th birthday. Very, very nice. It also helps very much if you subscribe or follow our podcast, whatever the language is in your app. That helps us keep making it. Our gears from Rode Microphones. We're part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. Toodles. See ya. Unless you guys get rid of me again. (laughs) Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.